0: <laughs> so we'll just So now she'll adjust it so we don't yeah. echo, 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 echo. <laughs> so once again, welcome and we're glad to be back. We'll go ahead and begin with the meditation and we'll go on into a sharing and a little bit about our trip and and go on from there.
1: So I'm going to just talk for a moment, so that they can still get the sound. It's sounding better, it's just a little echoey and all that. So so I see a couple new faces tonight. Don't worry, we're not going to have you stand up and dance around and do whatever. Unless you'd care to, you're more than welcome. Um, just, I'd just like to welcome everybody. And if this is your first time, I just invite you just to really just allow yourself to relax and just to observe and experience whatever takes place. We have a, I don't know whoever brought you here might have already shared with you. But in just a moment, as um, I get done explaining a little bit, it's still a little bit echoey or loud. And we get the sound adjusted a little bit more. We're going to go ahead in what we call calling in the light, which is simply a form of invocation or prayer in a way. And really, that's a process of attuning ourselves to the spirit within. And so, in just a moment, is that sounding better, everybody, or is that okay? Okay, if it's okay with you guys, it still sounds just a little bit on the echoey side for me up here, but I guess if it's all right. Maybe that's you, not the... Yeah. <laughs> it's what London did to me. It gave me an echo. So, that sound Okay, that's all right, then. It's all right. So... It's okay. Are you guys okay with that? Everybody they still look confused or wondering. Are you okay with that?
0: <laughs> yeah, fine. are you guys okay with
1: that? <laughs> this is our pre-show entertainment. It's our pre-meditation meditation. So, so again, um, we'll be calling in the light here, and as I do, I just invite you just to listen and observe and just really go for your own inner experience. We're not here, really, to persuade or convince. We're here simply just to share. And in that sharing, if you find anything useful or of value, then that's wonderful. And if not, maybe that's wonderful, too. Because one of the things we always encourage in Interlight Ministries is just to check things out, to find value in all things, whether it's here at a group setting like this or on any gathering anywhere. And that's really up for you to decide for yourself. We're not going to tell you what's right, what's wrong. We're simply going to share from our own experience of what we understand of what spirit is in our own lives. And we share here of those things that we have done ourselves to bring ourselves into that awareness of that spirit within. And so that's what we'll be doing this evening. And again, I just invite you just to relax, observe, listen, and trust your own experience and go for that. And that, of course, goes for everybody, as you've probably heard me say this many times by now just to always do that, so it's always a nice reminder. So we'll go ahead by calling the light and doing a short guided meditation after that. And if you're new, one of the things we do here is after we call in the light, we'll quite often do a chant of a tone or what we call a name of God. And here we use the Hu, the H-U, which is an ancient Sanskrit name for God, such as HUMAN. And I won't go into all the history of that right now, but I just want to give you a little Um, overview so you're not, like, surprised or taken aback from anything you might hear or experience. So, again, just allow yourself to experience and see what takes place. So if you're not comfortable, just go ahead and get yourself physically comfortable. And if you wish, you can close your eyelids simply to assist in bringing our focus inwards. So just now, bring your attention to the spiritualized center, the place that resides in the center of the head above the eyebrows. Just allow your attention to gather here. There's nothing to do, nothing to make happen. It's simply a state of observation and awareness. Allowing your inner awareness now to awaken to that divine inner light and sound. You may see this, you may hear this, you may feel this, or simply just know this. However it shows up for you, just allow your inner awareness now to come alive and awake to the movement of that loving spirit. And as you continue to bring your focus more and more present, just now within yourself, create an invitation asking that God's loving light and Spirit come forward to fill you, to surround you, to protect you and guide you on this wonderful inner journey. And so, Lord, we do now open that door within asking and inviting your divine loving Presence to fill us to overflowing, so that every realm, every level or consciousness is filled with your loving light and sound. And Lord, we invite this into all aspects of our beingness, that in this fullness we are one, and in this loving all that we experience is in accordance with your love, your joy, your peace, and your understanding. And for this, we are grateful. So now, as you continue to hold your focus inwardly, just allow that wonderful white light a pure, loving light of Spirit to just flood through your body, bringing everything into alignment and balance with the movement of this light, allowing all distractions or disturbances to come quiet and peaceful, knowing that God's will is done And in the movement of this light, just now allowing that inner sound of the hue to come present in your awareness, filling you and lifting you, just now begin to hear the hue within. And as this builds within you, we'll begin to sing this song of love out loud allowing the hue to fill the room and to fill your spirit, inwardly and outwardly, bringing everything into alignment and harmony with the movement of God's loving. And so now, just allowing yourself to take in a deep breath, and on the exhale, we'll begin chanting the hue. Just allowing the hue to resonate in you and around you. Continuing to hold your inner focus to the spiritualized center, allowing the sound and the light to continue to fill you and to lift you inwardly and upwards. So just now continue holding that inner focus while chanting the hue silently within yourself and allowing this action of loving to do as it will. Simply surrender and allow God's loving to do as it wishes and as you allow it. Continue holding your focus on that inner light and that inner sound as you continue chanting and listening, watching and observing the divine movement of God's loving. As you're continuing to bring your attention back to that inner focus, that inner flow, allowing all distractions, the disturbances to come to peace, to come into this loving movement, And as you continue chanting just now within your consciousness, look upwards, high above, and begin to become aware of the divine radiant light high in the sky, allowing this to come awake and aware within you, whether you see it whether you feel it or know it. Just become aware of this divine radiant light high above. And in this inner awareness, begin to be aware of a movement of loving that comes from this great radiant light into you and back from you into it. Just allow in your inner awareness, your awareness to expand into the knowing and the movement of this loving, this light, as it moves from the source and into you, and from you back to the source, a living, breathing, living light. Allowing this breath of light now to begin to lift you towards itself. With each breath, it draws you closer and nearer. And with each breath, allow yourself to experience that a greater oneness and that greater connection with this divine inner source. Allowing the breath of God now to breathe you, to breathe you in loving, to breathe you into itself, allowing your awareness to begin to experience moving ever closer, merging ever so more into that oneness. Gradually just allowing your own light, the light of your soul now, to merge into that greater light that was high above. Allow your love and God's love in this movement of loving to now become one. And in this oneness, simply allow yourself to be and to experience God's loving and your loving now in this space of beingness. Just maintaining an inner awareness and experience. And in this oneness, just now take in a deep breath and breathe in God's loving, so that it fills you completely in all ways. And as you exhale, exhale that loving and sharing that with God. Breathing in the loving and breathing out the loving. Becoming more and more aware this divine movement, of this radiant breath, allowing this breath of life now to circulate in this beingness, knowing your oneness with your Creator, breathing in and breathing out. Now open your inner eye, allow the eye of your soul to open, to experience, to see and to know this divine truth that you and God are one. One in this movement, one in this breath, one in knowing. Allowing the power of God's loving now to build within you as it continues to expand on this breath of light. Just allowing this breath to expand, to touch all aspects of your beingness purifying and cleansing all levels within and everything around you so that all that comes into contact with you is blessed and cleansed in this loving breath. Allowing this breath to cleanse all levels of consciousness within you allowing this breath to cleanse all situations and circumstances in your physical life your imagination your emotional life your mental life that unconscious life allowing this breath to purify and cleanse so that all comes into accordance to this loving movement. Breathing life and loving into all things. Allowing yourself now to become this breath of love. That you are this loving that you are breathing. That it is you that is purifying. That is you that is this light of loving. So now become that breath and see your light of loving now radiating out in every dimension, in every realm, that this light is the light of the soul that you truly are, and all that you experience is an expression of this loving light, knowing that this is the truth, that all else simply an experience of all of God's creation, allowing yourself as this breath to see the oneness and truth of all things. And in this inner awareness, you begin to know that all is of this light, that all beingness and all individual beingness is of this same radiant light. So this oneness that you know that you are, allow your awareness now to expand, to know this oneness, in all peoples, in all places, in all things, that this loving, radiant light that you are is in all things, at all times, at all places. See now within yourself that all of creation is simply a movement of this radiant breath that gives life to all. See now, all in this movement of this loving light. and in this inner awareness, know that all is well, all is perfect, and that all is as it should be. That there is truly no disturbance, no wrong, no separation. That this movement of God's loving breath is all one, In all places, in all ways. And so, once again, now take in a deep breath and let this light of loving fill you once again in this knowingness, and all that you've experienced, allowing this awareness to stay with you, to be with you, that you know that it is you. Taking in another deep breath, just breathing this light through all levels of your beingness, Letting this light of loving move on a divine breath that it is all aware at all times. And in this awareness now and on this breath of life, allowing that awareness now to once again become present and at peace in that physical location where the soul resides in this physical universe at the spiritualized center in the physical body. Allowing your inner awareness to once again become present at this level while maintaining and remembering this inner truth, this breath of life that is who you are. And as you become present, physically and spiritually, just opening your physical eyes, while keeping that spiritual eye open and aware. And as you're ready, just open your eyes.
0: And this is from The Gift, poems by Hafiz. How do I listen to others as if everyone were my master speaking to me his cherished last words? So, we had a Interesting and wonderful time on our journeys the last five weeks. We were one week in New York and then four weeks in England. I think we've had our fill of fall weather now. (laughs) I guess they call it spring, but it seemed like fall weather to us in England. But uh, we had a wonderful time. The first week was in New York City, and we had a very nice turnout. We were invited to come up and to share with some people that were interested about ILM and about the path of meditation and uh, awakening the soul through the sound current. So we went to present there and that's really how we we function in ILM. We don't advertise, we don't go out trying to to get people to join or to come and listen. We go where we're invited. And so with the invitation we said okay. So we reworked our schedule a little bit and went to New York first and then went on over to London And uh, in London, we had a a very nice time. We had our initiates meeting, uh, I guess, the week after we got there, and and, uh, then we did quite a few interviews and some sharings and initiations there. And and then the last weekend before we left, we did our workshop with quite a few people attending. It was just a very pleasant time. Uh, So I'm sure in future times, maybe in retreats here or elsewhere, you'll see some People coming over from England once again. We've had a few now come over, and uh, hopefully, maybe you'll come over there sometime to visit as well. It's it's a lot of fun. Some very good people. Do you have anything to share about the trip?
1: Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to be
0: back in Texas again.
1: I like just being present. If nothing's there, nope. <laughs> Not to say there won't be in just another moment, but. <laughs> But that won't be a moment. (laughs) I'm still a little bit tired from the trip, so I'm not all back yet. So that might be part of it, so. It is good to be back, though. (laughs) Oh, go ahead. My favorite – we travel quite a bit now. And it was fun in the beginning, but now it's actually kind of work. But, you know, I've always been this way. Everywhere I've ever traveled, it's always been really because of the people. And I just, that's the part I really love, is it's like I'll travel anywhere just to be with people, especially in this focus, and that's why we go. And to me, that's the greatest joy. Even if it's a little physically tiring sometimes or whatever, or whatever the place is like, wherever we go, it's it's worth it all just to go and be with people with this loving focus. That's always, I always say that, I guess, that's always my favorite thing. So that's the thing I'd like to say, because I just love it, wherever we go around this planet, when we have this focus and being in that is just wonderful no matter where we are it's just it really is wonderful no matter where we are but as far as geography wise i'd rather be in austin <laughs> oh this is going to be on the website <laughs> no, no offense you guys in london <laughs> i got to remember that now <laughs> yeah <laughs> our tuesday nights and we'll have the website up probably here in a few weeks and these will be on the website so everybody can listen to them from around the world, and including London, so now <laughs> I can't talk behind anybody's back anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Actually, we hope to have everything up and running June 15th, if not before. And uh, the newsletter that's coming out, it actually introduces it. And uh, we, we hope to have it uh, up and running before people have the newsletter in their hands. We're just not sure how that's going to work, but we're very, very close. Uh, maybe either in the next week we'll have it up. We'll, we'll inform you on how to get there on the web once we do have it up and running. So it was very interesting because as soon as we sat down and started to talk, a spiritual teacher came in and, and just kind of laid out a, a, a sharing tonight. And so I'm just going to kind of follow that energy and, and see where it wants to go. And part of the first part of the story is something that Brian hasn't even heard, even though it had to do with our, our journey in England, and something that happened with me one day while he was doing some interviews. Uh, we had an apartment there, and when one of us is doing an interview, the other goes out so that, you know, we have the privacy for the interview in the apartment. And so one day he had a couple of interviews, so I took a long walk and went from our apartment over to Covent Gardens. and. I don't know if you're familiar with Covent Gardens or England or anything, but uh, if you've ever seen the um, movie My Fair Lady, uh, that's supposed to have taken place at Covent Gardens, that whole uh, scene, all the, the area of, of uh, the movies around Covent Gardens. So uh, I went over there, just a, a very nice place to visit, though it's full of tourists, as you can imagine. Uh, all of London is pretty much full of tourists this time of year, but it, it's a very pleasant place to be. I love going there because of uh, just the different things to do, the music that's being played. Different uh, groups come and play in different parts of uh, the square and, 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 and different restaurants, so it's, it's a lot of fun. So as I was walking over there, I walked uh, along this main street, and I noticed a alley I'd really never noticed before, and maybe I had and just hadn't paid that much attention to it. And I thought, well, I'll go down here. I've never been down this part before. So I turned down, and as I was walking down it, my first impression was that alley in Harry Potter. (laughs) Uh, And so I'm walking down it, and I'm kind of like, going, what am I going to find out here? And there was a few restaurants and some nice shops, a very beautiful floral shop. And then there was this bookstore. And I was walking by it, and I didn't give it much attention at first. And... And as I was walking by it on one of the windows, it said uh, the mystical bookstore for women. And I went, oh, no, I've never heard of any store like that. So I decided to go back and go in. And as I went in, I started looking around. And it was, it was a small bookstore, but it was very fascinating. It had all these different books uh, around mysticism, magic, uh, the Druids, and all. But it was all written by women or about women in uh, mystical traditions. And a lot of materials were about the Virgin Mary and Mary Magdalene and different uh, feminine saints in the Catholic Church and in Indian traditions. And uh, and then they had other things around astrology and numerology and, and all. And then back over in one corner, they had this one section that was called The Scent of the Rose. And I thought, wow, that's... That's interesting. I thought it would be about the Rosicrucians at first, being about the rose. So I went back there to see what they might have back there, and this woman saw me go back there. So she came back, and she said, are you interested in in the center of the rose? And I said, well, I don't know what it is yet. I want to look at it and just see what it's about. And she said, well, let me explain it to you. And so she took me further into the corner, and uh, uh, there were all these different essences and different things. And so I thought maybe it was going to be... Bach flower remedies or things along that line. And she said, No, actually, a, a woman has discovered a way to clear karma very easily. And I went, Oh, that was, I got really interested. I in thought, How do you do that? I, I don't like clearing karma easily. And so uh, she started showing me the different things. And she said, First, you know, this woman wrote these five books. And as you read them, each one will take you to. A different level of clearing karma in your consciousness, and which you have to read one in you know in, in order. You have to read it as a series, and uh, there's a certain format by which you have to read it, and and you have to follow the schedule in order for this to happen. And then when you are reading the first book, you use this essence, and it, it was the scent of the rose. It was a rose essence, and you you apply this according to how she tells you to apply it. And then in the next book, she tells you how to apply it differently. And in the next book, it's a different uh, uh, arrangement of apply, applying it to your body. And so we started talking a little bit about how this worked. And, and I said, have you ever experienced it? Have you done it yourself? She said, oh, yes. That's why I have it in the store, and that's why I really promote it, uh, because it does work. I've cleared so much karma through this process. And so she began telling me, she got all excited, and she says, well, I'll tell you something. I'll tell you about the first book. And so she was telling me all about the book and, and everything, and I opened it up, and it, it's a lot of self-help material just arranged in a way, in a format that really works for this woman that wrote it, I'm sure, and is assisting other people in, in many ways. And uh, she started telling me about how in the first book you apply the, the sense one behind each ear, one on each wrist, and the other one on your navel. And that if you wear that all day long, that that'll clear karma uh, during the day. And then at night, there was an essence, a homeopathic type of essence of the rose or scent of the rose that you took at night, and it would continue clearing the karma at night, so that you didn't uh, create karma in your sleep, in your dream state. And so I was just listening and very fascinated. And, and so afterward, I, I asked her, D- did she do any meditation at all? And she said, not really. She used to meditate and, and all, but now that she's doing this, it, it just is so much easier to do this than to meditate. <laughs> she said, I used to meditate an hour a day, and then I got into doing an hour in the morning and an hour in the evening, and I was practicing this particular ritual, and, and, uh, and I used to do it all the time. But now that I'm doing this, I don't have to meditate. And uh, so I thought, well, that's good, you know. And at all the time that I was sharing with her, spirit was really present. And so I really liked it. I mean, the, the, the bookstore had a real quality of spirit and loving and, and, and real presence of, of this woman's caring, her, her nurturing and her caring and her healing. She was really wanting to help people to heal and to, to feel better about themselves and to find a, uh, a process, a pathway by which to live their lives more wholly, sacredly. So um, I was really enjoying talking to her and she asked me if I wanted some tea and so we sat down and we had a, a cup of tea and she started asking me what I did and I didn't go into it because I didn't want to intrude. I, I felt like if I started sharing with her more of my process that I would be intruding on on her sacredness. And this was really her sanctuary. This was her sacred place. And I came in to visit and partake of her sacredness, not so much to impose my concept of sacredness on her. And as I left, it was, it was wonderful because uh, her guardian angel came out of the door and, and thanked me and, and said, thank you so much. You supported her so well. And, and you've left her with something more than she had when you came in. And I thank you for not intruding. And, and putting yourself on her. And then the guardian angel went back inside. And, and I realized how important it is to allow every individual their process, their space of growth, their way of approaching life and doing life to their fulfillment. And not to impose our own will, our own concept, our own way on others. And that each and every one of us throughout the world is right where we need to be, experiencing exactly what we need to be experiencing in the moment. And it's to give everybody the opportunity to have that experience fully and to allow them to to have all the learning that is there for them. And when that is done, they will move forward. They will move on to what's next because that is the natural flow of life. Life is ever-moving. It is ever-moving forward. And if we just will continue living our lives with awareness, with appreciation, and with responsibility, we will find ourselves moving in that flow and fulfilling whatever's present now and moving on to what's next and fulfilling that. And so, as I was walking away, I realized how much I was honoring her space, but also how I was honoring my space. I was allowing me, to just live my life and not have to demonstrate or be something or put something on another person because I thought my way was better than theirs. And as I was walking away, I also realized how honored and precious my life experience has been. And I looked back and I realized how back in the 70s, I saw materials similar to what she was Uh, showing me and selling in the store about how to clear karma with crystals. I remember I had a very good friend who was very much into crystals and thought that if I had these certain crystals on me that I could do certain things It would empower me, other crystals would clear karma, and was really into making sure I had all these crystals in my life. And at first I pushed them away. First I didn't want them because it just wasn't my way. I wasn't interested, it didn't appeal to me. And then I realized one day as I was with them again and they were wanting me to take these crystals and I was starting to push them away, I realized I was doing myself more harm than good by trying to push the energy away from me. So instead I allowed it in. I said, oh yes, I'll take it, you know, let me have them. Let Let me see what this is about. And what I realized is by allowing that in, it created a space of vulnerability in me to allow me to experience much more of creation and much more of, of life, my life and the life of all things, than I was allowing before that. Before that, I had kind of a rigid strict structure of belief and I was living in that and I was running in that. And I was not allowing myself to experience the, the other experiences to be had in creation. So by stopping in that moment and stop the pushing and just allowing in to experience, to, to find out for myself what is true and what is not for me, it really changed my focus on how I approach other people and how I approach situations. But also I've, I've learned over the years that in truth for me, the way to clear karma is through meditation. It isn't an outer action of doing things in the world so much or putting essence of rose on or having certain crystals with me or doing certain rituals or burning certain candles which I've seen all kinds of different things for clearing karma. It is really about going inside and loving God. Going inside and connecting back into that source of the soul, the spirit, the truth of who we really are in God, as God, and loving God in its fullest state of being. And that is done with our eyes closed in meditation, going inside and connecting back to that true source of our own beingness. And in that loving, in that living of the loving, the karma does get clear. But I also found one thing in my practice over the years. If I sit down and go into meditation with the intention of clearing karma, guess what doesn't happen? (laughs) That's not the way it happens. You sit down and go inside and love God. And it's the loving of God, it's the loving that clears the karma. It isn't sitting down with the intention, now I'm going to clear karma by sitting down and meditating. It's opening the door and being vulnerable to the movement of God's loving. By sharing your love with God, you're opening the door of your spiritual heart and allowing yourself to be in the movement of God's loving and allowing yourself in that vulnerability to receive God's loving in, and to begin to move in that river of love. And it's in that movement of the river of loving that the karma does get clear. Now, when I say that, there are other things that go along with the action of clearing karma. I wish it was so easy to just sit down, close your eyes, meditate for however long in a day, be in the loving with God, and have all your karmas cleared. That would be wonderful if that really and truly did happen. But there's also some other things that that does go along with karma. What is karma? It's unlearned lessons. So that means that there are Experiences to be had so that we learn, that we grow as spiritual beings. These things that we call karma and often we push away trying to keep them from coming into our lives or we judge and complain about are really there for our own upliftment, for our own growth, for the opportunity of us becoming true spiritually awakened beings, living the fullness of who we are as soul, as divine. So if we will approach these experiences not as hardship, as difficulty, as againstness, but rather as opportunity, as unlearned lessons, and approach them and honor them and open ourselves and be vulnerable to them and take in what is there for us to learn, we will find that whatever the experience is, It will move us into a greater understanding of ourselves as spiritual beings and it will bring balance into our whole creation, physically, emotionally, mentally and spiritually. So one thing I have been looking at over the last few, I guess about the last three weeks since this happened in London is this whole process of karma and how people make the word karma often such a negative thing, when really it's not. It's a very, very positive experience, a very positive expression in this manifestation of, of this creation. And it's really an opportunity for the soul to grow into the fullness of itself. Soul is creative. When God created, God created out of his loving. And out of that loving came our soul. And our soul is an action of that creative, loving principle that created all things. And our soul is a creative expression looking to manifest itself through creativity. Creativity in loving, creativity in artistic expression, creativity in all ways. And so it's for us to look and see how we can begin to be a creative individual, a creative spirit, a creative soul. And not to run away from our creativity, but to approach it, to appreciate it, to bring it into manifestation. What's happened over the centuries of creation, and really not just centuries, but eons of time, throughout all of our incarnations, we as soul have come in to this level and other levels of creation in the physical material world and created. We have created with loving, we have created with hate, we have created with judgment, we have created with fear, we have created with appreciation, we have created with honoring, we have created with all different ways of creativity. We've created artistically, we've created medicinally, we've created in many different forms And with every action of our creation, we have learned something. We've learned what works, we've learned what doesn't work. But the principle in this creation of the physical material world is about balance. And that is the thing that we often find ourselves caught on or hooked on. The balance of the polarities, of the positive and the negative. In this creation, when we came into this creation, We came into this creation with one thing to experience, to experience this creation fully so that the God that dwells within us, that soul, knows creation through our experience fully.